There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Woke up this morning, got yourself Welcome to the family on the Tom Bernard Podcast with... Take last week and shove it, Catherine Brandt. <laughs> Andy Brandt Bernard. And Mike Bryant. <laughs> Take last week and shove it. Yeah. Yes, dear. And it looks like this week maybe as well. This week's not uh, not mm. measuring up either. No. I understand. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the walls of world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finish number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J.Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Hey, this Brian's up. Summer is finally here, and if you're like me, you've got some serious riding planned. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, or Sport Bike, you'll find what you need at Dennis Kirk. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. 
Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. Does anybody know our guest today is coming on in 10 minutes? Does anybody know if his name is Jesus or Jesus? I'm guessing Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Safe, yeah. I just want to figure it out. I just wanted to ask before I just jumped ahead, you know what I mean? It all works out in the end. It's kind of interesting. We have a guest named Jesus on today, whereas uh, when our house burned down at 2955, Russell that came up this morning on the show, remember the one thing that survived? Everything in the house burned to a crisp. Mm -hmm. One thing did not. And my sister Vicky owns it. It's in her house right now. Photo of Jesus. Well, the Last Supper. The Last Supper. Yeah. Oh, you know, this is a picture of the Last Supper. It was oh, even that s- Jesus, not I thought Jesus the soccer player. No, Sepulveda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Sepulveda. His picture was still up there. No question the about Last it. The Last Supper. He's good to go. Yeah, the Last Supper. I mean, it wasn't even singed. It just was fine. You should have enshrined it and made it a. Should a local a local visiting spot. So in other words, I can make money off it like everybody else. <laughs> We're going to make money off of your misery. What do you think of that? Actually, so was that a fire up in Dayton? No, it's twenty nine fifty five Russell Avenue North. Oh, this was family. This is when your family. Now you have to remember, around. I've had right. three fires in my life. Yeah, yeah. We had, we had, mm, interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's on me. <laughs> what do these all have in common? We'll, we'll play. Uh, <laughs> the street today. <laughs> these are three stories. What do they all have in common? Yeah, I hate, Tom, Catherine, Tom. hate Catherine's horses. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, that's what it was. But yeah, when I was a little boy, I think I was like eight. Our garage burned down. At 914 14th Avenue North. Did rats come out? No rats. No rats. Okay. 2955. That The house had had rats. Well, I can't say the, the address of the house that had rats because it's still there. So I don't want to mm. I don't want to curse the people who live in the <laughs> I house. I think the rats may have died by now. <clears throat> That'd be different rats. But they might still be different rats. Exactly yeah. right. Actually, there were two on the same block, but, you know. But in any case, the homes I just talked about. You were talking about fires and how many you started. Oh, yeah. So so how many I started? (laughs) Yes, thank you. So 914 14th Avenue North, which is no longer there. It's an empty lot now. Matter of fact, the entire block was torn down, which was interesting. Uh, Then 2955 Russell Avenue when I was in seventh grade. That burned to the ground. Actually, that's not true because it was stucco. So the outer shell of the house stayed standing. The entire house was gutted by fire. That'll happen. And then our barn in 1995 burned down. Well, we had just literally walked in our hotel with the family in in Hawaii. Hawaii, yep. And the Uh, first thing we get is, hey, your barn just burned down. It's like, God. That's the last time we were there. You know how hard it is to start a fire in your barn when you're in the air on the way to Hawaii? It's not easy to do. Oh, it's the first thing they did was, you know, try to basically eliminate us from arson. Mm-hmm. That was Paul Majors. Remember Paul, Paul Majors? Majors went on the air and yeah, was Paul Majors about... started. No, Paul Majors was <laughs> saying, saying Yeah, well, that's right. That's the way he put it. He said he said, You can't blame me. I know I'm battling with the guy, but I didn't burn his barn garage or barn down. He said that? I don't I don't yeah, even, that I didn't even know that. So what's the block now that's burned down that got demolished? What is it now? The you mean, the, oh, the 914 or 2955? They're the, both torn down. Okay, what are they now? Um, one's supposed to be at 914 14th Avenue North. That entire block was was torn down. And it's supposed to be a park, but there's nothing in it. No it's just park. an empty lot. Mm-hmm. I think it's supposed to be a park. Maybe yeah. there's one bench. Let's I don't know. Find out. <clears throat> 14, and what's 14th the other one? Avenue Northeast or Southeast? North. North. Uh, 
14th Avenue North. And what's the other? There it is. Okay. What got do you it. got? Let's go on Google Street View. Take a look-see. It's an empty lot. The entire block is empty. Um, <clears throat> you got it? 914. Would that be on the north or the south side? It would be on the south side of the block toward Plymouth Avenue. South side. Here's the intersection. Well, actually, it would be the west side because we're, we're on the west side of the block. It is a large building of some sort not on not on not there it's not across the street it is no there uh it's like an industrial warehouse or something i just drove by it the other day it's an empty the entire block is still empty well it's a one it's a block right next to it does have a warehouse on it 14th avenue north no both sides have buildings there's no empty lots what are the two two because it was between bryant and dupont what is this intersection <sighs> This intersection is, if I can even see. Because there's no Colfax down there. That's why it's not Bryant and Colfax. It's Bryant. North 2nd Street? No, you're, that's not even close. Well. That's about three blocks to the east. 914, <coughs> 14th Avenue North. Yeah, it's, just look for the corner of. I don't think there is a 914 or 914 14th Avenue North Well, there North isn't because the whole block is empty. So that's Bryant and DuPont, you said? Uh, no, it would be 14th and Bryant or 14th and DuPont. Those would be the, the, the streets. And then 15th on the other side. 14th, 15th, Bryant, DuPont. Hmm. That's the whole block there. In 2955, there's nothing there. It's just an empty lot. There are houses next to it. But oh, that's here we go. Lot. Oh, you got There's it? DuPont. You got it? Oh, yeah, I uh, see what you mean. What? It's basically just like a big open field. It's a big open field. That's all it it's is. It's like yeah. a soccer field or something. I think we're going to turn it into a to a, to a park, but they never came across with the dough. Uh, so I don't know. I think that's what they were trying to do. So we got Jesus coming up in a couple of minutes. So what's yep. the other block? Which one? This other one. Oh, this 2955? Yeah. yeah. Russell Avenue North. So what what what's that now? That's just an empty lot. It's between awesome. two okay. houses, but it's an empty lot. Now. Yeah, it sure is. <clears throat> so there you have it. You can buy it. It's for sale. The lot's for sale. The lot. Oh, yeah. the house next to it does not look great. Well, that's kind of that's it. which one? Not the one in the corner. That's where Beth Schuneman lives. Yeah, the one on the corner. Really? Oh, well, Beth's... the uh, fence is falling down and has a bunch of tags on it. Of course. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The old neighborhood, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Great. That was the block from 2955, 3015, and 3115. We lived in three different houses within one and a half blocks. We just kept moving north. That was something else. There's no question about it. But moving forward, ladies and gentlemen, moving forward. That's well, all we know. I can ask some questions from the listeners before uh, Jesus calls in. Can you answer some questions? Ask. Oh, you're this asking for you. All right. Because on Fridays, we're doing questions for the family, basically. So people on Facebook can ask questions. Oh, okay. Last Friday was you, so people are asking you questions. Oh, God, here we go. Um, Why'd you hire Michael Bryant? That's the first yep, question. Yep, that is the first question. What the hell it comes are you from thinking? his wife. <laughs> it comes from um, Beth, exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see. If you could interview anyone alive, who would it be? Because you said people you would like to interview but they're all dead so people i'd like to interview that are all dead somebody that are alive somebody who's alive that i'd like to interview i don't even know what well, you remember would say. i took a pass on interviewing paul mccartney face to face cuz i had to pick you up from school 
Mm-hmm. But he's not alive. Yeah, he is. Paul McCartney's alive. He is. Paul John McCartney. Lennon's not. Yeah, Lennon's John, dead. Oh, right. Ringo and Paul are still alive. Ringo and Paul. Although, arguably, alive. Paul's dead was the first one dead. Yeah, yeah he so. was. That's true. That 20, surprised 28 if, right? He's alive. He's only 80. Yeah, Paul McCartney. Well, I thought he would have been way older. No, he's huh. 80. <clears throat> Indeed. Well, okay, then. But yeah, well, I, I did. We have our guests, so you can think about that question. I can ask Jesus, too. You can ask him who would you like to interview. Ladies and gentlemen, HBO Max comedy special, Mr. Rough Life, to uh, be released as a part of their Entrenos series. Is that how you say that? Jesus, how do you say that? Entrenos? Well, I, don't, I haven't met you guys, but I can tell you guys are Caucasian and white and struggling with the Spanish. It's, <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah. What do you mean I'm struggling with the Spanish? Wait a second. You're what trying you, to pronounce it like it was know. French. That was... What it was. I, I felt like a waiter in Cancun trying to fix uh, five people's order. Bezos, <laughs> Ron Cherry. Like, oh, we're not that uh, bad. <laughs> what? So is it, no, no, you're not. You're not. <laughs> is it Entreno? Yeah. How do you say but, uh, it? Entrenos. It, it, it's called Entrenos. Entrenos. It, 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 it translates in between us. And it translates with uh, between us. Like, it's kind of like a oh, okay. between us. Okay. You know? So. But you do pronounce yeah, your name. Internal, you, internal. You, you pronounce your name Jesus, right? Jesus, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a trick. Yeah, people call me Jesus. They don't know what to call me. Uh, Jesus is too much pressure for me. Uh, I don't make miracles like that. So Jesus is just fine. I would say that Jesus does put a lot of pressure on you. I don't think there's any question about that, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, and I've heard I've heard all the Jesus jokes. All the Jesus jokes, even when I was a kid. Oh, can you turn this water into a white? Oh, I get the hell out of here. Boy, so, laugh it up. I heard them all. I uh, I will tell you what I did yeah. go to. I did go to school, uh, grade school, with a family, and their last name was De Jesus, but they pronounced it De Jesus because they got sick to death of telling people how to pronounce De Jesus. Mm. <laughs> so they just went with yeah, De so Jesus. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that sometimes sometimes I have to go that route. I have to go. Just call me Jesus. Yeah, just you know, call me. Some people Jesus. don't like it. Some people like. On stage, and they pronounce me as Jesus. Like, I, I, you ain't Jesus. You ain't Jesus. Uh uh-uh, uh, there's only one Jesus in this one of the guys. And then it gets awkward. And it gets and awkward. And that's how I start my set. Well, the yeah. great thing before we move yeah, on. Yeah, what's from, going on? What was the question? What, what are you guys talking about? Well, you guys I, talking? there's one more thing I got to mention before we move on to the first question. Hey, we got covered. And I don't know if you know this or not, but there's a very famous street in, in Los Angeles named after you. Did you know that? I did know that. I Sepulver did. Sepulveda Boulevard, gets, baby. Everybody, every, yeah, everybody tells me about Sepulveda Boulevard, and I'm just waiting for my check. That's all I want to know. Exactly. Do I get a check? If not, then I'm tired of hearing it. Okay, yeah, I'll never do it again, yeah, Jesus. Boulevard in Los Angeles. No, come on. It's a joke. I understand. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, new special talks a lot about the dynamic relationships between first and second generation Latinx sons, their families and their fathers, in addition to the acceptance of tum- sometimes need for therapy to <laughs> sometimes the need for therapy to deal with all our traumas. <laughs> hey, Seuss, what's that all about? You need therapy, do you? Oh, man. Oh, yes, I do. And uh, you look like, it sounds like you uh, grew up and you were one of these tough dads. And, and uh, they don't have tough dads like that no more. You go to the park and Dad's holding pillows just in case the kid falls. You know, <laughs> they thumbs up. That is true. Oh, I've seen this. I've seen this. They got organic orange juice now and nothing with no sugars on them. Capri Sun, get that thing out of here. It's killing our kids. 
So you, uh, you know, different dads now. So yeah, I grew up with a tough dad, man. I grew up with a tough dad, and I, and I especially talk about my upbringing. You know how I Latinos we're known to party. You know we have parties all the sure. time, but we party on like school nights, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays. They bring us the kids, and we have to stay up as long as they do, and they will stay up till three in the morning sometimes. So. If you ever go to Latino parties, there's a newborn in the corner, like like fresh from the hospital. You know what I mean? Like newborn. <laughs> I they know got, what you're gotta, talking about. They got, the, they got the hospital blanket on. You know, it's like, dude, get this kid out of here. You know, you should be here. But they even put him in front of the speaker, you know, the vibration of the music is crazy. Uh, so I talk about that I witnessed when I was a kid uh, and how I, and then I take it to like a place where, um, towards the end of my special, where I, I go see a therapist and, and, you know, we talk and I realize all these things of how I grew up and how things are affecting my life because of it. So I bring those ideas to my dad and he didn't, he does not take it lightly. He, uh, you know, you want me to say sorry, but why, why? So there's a whole deal and I want people to watch it. So please, uh, please do it. That, that's pretty much what special about that i seen as a kid to where I'm at now. Jesus, this is going to be kind of a coincidence here because I've talked about this many times on this show and I do a morning show in town as well. The only time my father ever talked to me is when I would stand in front of the TV Uh and do stand-up comedy for him when I was like seven and eight years old. It's the only Mm -hmm. time he ever talked to me. Wow, wow. That's actually really cool. So what do you think of that? It's weird, sad. I mean, I feel like like giving you a hug. But, um, (laughs) yeah, I feel like you have... Communication skills for, for uh, because of that, but uh, yeah, that, that's uh, that's a tough one. I mean, uh, that's cool that you like comedy like that. I mean, were you any good? Uh, you know, I, I've been around for a while now, so it all worked out. I, the thing about it is, uh, that, that's an upset. What, once you said, well, the thing is, that's an upset. I know what the kind of uh, joke you said, and uh, you probably bombed a lot. That's all. That's what it sounds like. Well, no, seven years old is pretty sharp. You know, I used to watch uh, Johnny Carson. You know, learn from him. You know what did, I'm saying? Did you ever actually do any stand-up? Oh yeah, okay. yeah, a couple of times I did. Hmm. And it, when I started attacking the uh, the crowd, they they made me stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you suck. It was one of those deals. See, I still like to yeah. do that, Jesus. Instead of people yelling out, oh, you suck, I would yell out to them, you suck first, so I'd beat them to the punch. You know what I mean? Self-preservation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So how did you get involved in in comedy? Do you remember the, the, the very first time you thought, you know what, I think I'd like to be a comedian? Do you remember how old you were? Yeah. Seven years old. Um, so you were seven. When I said, oh, I want to be a comic or yeah, I, I would watch a lot of funny like uh, comedy movies, like uh, you know Jim Carrey, uh, like The Mask. Uh, everything, anything Jim Carrey was like what I was attaching myself to. I just wanted to be funny, funny faces, a lot of energy. You know, I had, had a, I was those kids in the nineties that had a problem, a mental disorder. They called it ADHD. <laughs> uh, my dad just called me being annoying. Yeah, I was like apparently that was an issue and a problem. Uh, so energy and. I came across uh, stand-up. I remember I was seeing somebody on TV, stand-up comedy, but it was in the, you know, Spanish, because my dad was um, watching it on TV, the Spanish channel, so it was a, a Mexican comedian. I saw him, and then I saw some other comedians, and then that just came to my head, so this guy just goes up there and talks for, like, an hour and tells jokes in the center of attention, but then <laughs> I was speaking, I was like, this is perfect for me. 
because uh, as a kid, I was an attention whore for sure. I was. I was uh, when they were singing "Happy Birthday" to a cousin of mine. I was in the background, you know, taking off my shirt and making noises so I can get attention. So uh, yeah, so I started stand comedy at at uh, fifteen. After that, uh, yeah, the rest is history. I'm, I'm here now because of it. Mostly, mostly, is there something that drove you to comedy? Is there one? Because, like I said. For me to get involved mm-hmm. in talking in public and maybe throwing some jokes in once in a while, it was just to communicate with my father. Do you remember what that was at seven? You just said, I want to be a stand-up comic. Did you see somebody doing it or something? Yeah, I saw uh, this show called Que Locos. Um, and uh, and, and it was, uh, uh, I saw Gabriel Iglesias, oh, sure. uh, George Lopez. Uh, Felipe Sparks. I saw them at a young age doing this, and I, and they talked about my childhood stories, and I just thought they just clicked right there and said, "That's what I want to talk. I want to talk about what I'm seeing and and, and what I'm going through." I just related so well to that, and I, I, I want I, about what I see and what happens around my house, and I just really like the idea, like I said, of being up on stage and having that type of center of attention. Like I just like that whole aspect of it so i just i I just went for it i went for it you you know what one thing that i would say that helped me out a lot though that that was a blessing was that google came out um, because hulu was like the thing not hulu i'm seeing i mean yahoo was the thing right right the search engine that was the biggest thing and then google came out and then they were telling us like you can search and ask them anything you want uh so i did and i said how do i become a comedian and I, I read a bunch of articles, and people were saying, just go to your local comedy club, and I typed it in, found one, and yeah, like I said, right, just right, I went for it, and wanted to do it since I was a kid, so yeah, I did it, and I did it at 15 years old, and I never looked back. Hmm. Yeah, that's kinda, were you terrified at 15 going up on that stage for the first time? Oh my God, yeah, so terrified <laughs> that I actually missed my first three open mics. Oh. I didn't know. Like I, I, I was, I was there. And I'll check this one out. Check this out. So, what I would do, I would sign up my name, and I would sit. Down, you know, uh, first coming up, we have, and then George something, else, and then they said, "Hey, she's a Bovada," and then I just stood there, like I just froze. I never felt that, like being stuck in a chair, and I wanted to move, but I just couldn't. The fear wouldn't let me. And they just kept repeating my name, and they moved on to the next person. And I just felt like a failure. I was deflated. Oh, so, I can't so believe it. Were you just my dad sitting was there? Right, I am a loser. <laughs> yeah, I, was just there. I, I felt like everything you said was right. He's like, you're never gonna be nothing in life. I'm like, how did you know? But felt so bad that you want to like go back up. This happened three times in a row until I finally. I yelled at my club owner, and he said, listen, stop wasting people's time. Stop wasting the line of you taking the spot for somebody who really wants to do this. So mm-hmm. if you're going to go up, you better go up this time. And, you know, hearing that, I just, that scared me. When a, when a white person yells at me, I that's really <laughs> scared me. <laughs> had to be I'm a white saying, guy. Oh, I don't know. When a white guy yells at me, I just pull out my, my, my birth certificate, and I don't know why. He's actually like, I, I belong here. Like, I awkward and accent. Very weird. I got to work. We're still working on that with my therapist, so. Uh, so yeah, like I said, uh, then yeah, I, I did terrible. Um, 
go up there and experience what that felt like. And that, and, and you know, you got to go through your worst like fears to realize that it's not that bad. And that's right. what it was for me. I was like, you know what? This is not that bad. Yes, I bombed, but it's not that bad. Like where it's the end of the world. And no. I'm like, I can do this. I, if that was the worst that could happen, it was okay. And I'm fine. And, yeah, after that, I was fearless. I was up there talking about everything. Dan Chesky's here from Dan's Southside Marine. It won't be long now until we start seeing boats on the water. Warmer temps and open water are coming soon, Tom. We have inventory in stock now from Alumacraft, Premier, Avalon, and Manitou with more arriving daily. What's the secret to finding a boat you're looking for this year, Dan? My recommendation is to shop now, pick a model, put your name on it. Our team of pros at Dan's Southside Marine will have the knowledge and experience to get the boat you want equipped the way you want it equipped. What about financing options? Right now, we are offering low-interest financing options up to 144 months with qualified credit. Ask for details when you visit the store. Alumacraft Fishing Boats, Premier, Avalon, and Manitou Pontoons, all powered by Suzuki Outboards, are in stock now with new boats arriving daily. Dan Southside Marine is located just six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington, or shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. Tom here, and I'm talking with Brad Huckle and Mike Bilski of North American Banking Company. We've talked before about how working with a community bank like North American Banking Company can benefit business owners. Do you have an example you could share with our listeners? Our customers at Homeco Insulation and Blaine have been banking with a big bank for many years, but suddenly their calls weren't getting returned and their banker was unresponsive to their business needs. You can imagine their frustration. They had a successful business, wanted to expand, and their bank cut them off. They were ready to move on from their big bank when they were referred to us. We knew they wanted to work with a community bank that would be responsive and would take the time to understand their business and its needs. That sounds like a perfect fit. I know it can always reach out and not only talk to an actual person, but I'm talking to an experienced lender. They've told us the same thing, Tommy. Look, I know Brad and Mike and I trust them with my banking. My whole family does. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience member fdic and equal housing lender you all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in mike lindell to give you a great night's sleep mike's latest incredible deal is on the giza dream sheets which you've heard me rave about before that's for sure these sheets are made from the world's best cotton giza they are ultra soft and breathable yet extremely durable right now the giza dream sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Hey, Zeus, the one thing I really didn't like about uh, you know going up to a little opener for somebody or doing a little stand-up or whatever, you have this joke that you wrote, and yeah. you just think it's the greatest joke of all time, and this is going to kill uh, yeah. and then it gets <laughs> no response at all. That's a thrill. Like 80% of my joke book, right there. <laughs> I think they're all killers. <laughs> you go up there, you're just like, What happened? Stop, mm. buddy. But yeah, that, that, that's comedy, though. Comedy, you think it's funny for you, but you know, the people, you just have to learn what how they like it, and you have to find a rhythm and you have to read the room. It's very important, and right. uh, it's all about timing. It's all about timing. Well, so, no question yeah, about it's that. Tough. It's a tough gig. Hey, yeah. Seuss, do you, do, you, do you see some trouble now? I mean, obviously, the last couple of years with the COVID, everybody was shut down and all the rest of it. And then we came back, and according to many, many people in America and the world now, nothing is funny, and if you make fun of anyone, you're a raging prick. 
Right. Well, I mean, that's if you have a, 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 a you know, if you come in with a malice mentality, like if you come in with like a menace set and you want to like hurt people's feelings, like, yeah, it's going to be a tough gig for you. It's going to be a tough set. Uh, I'm not that comic. I don't go out there and attack people. Right. Uh, I understand like these comics that, that are like that and they are a little aggressive. They're not trying to make you feel bad. They're trying to find it. That's their style. And they're trying to make it funny. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes the timing's off. Sometimes it was a weird night for it. But I, I like people to understand that, that that's not what he's trying to do. He's right. trying to make you laugh. He just, he had a, a bad go of it, you know? Don't take it personal. It was just a bad day at the office. Yeah, not big. That is. Right. You don't exactly. have to take, you know what I mean? You don't have to take his bad day and like, it online for him poor guy you know he's trying to stuff out so but yeah like as far as like being afraid of like going up there and speaking my mind i'm not like i'm way more fearless than i was before uh i'm way more willing to open up my thoughts even more like i i don't i i you know i'm not afraid of the cancel culture culture because uh it doesn't come from a, a bad place it comes from like a place of I'm trying to express something. Right. And that's what the stage is for. The stage is for us trying to make it into a clever way. So, yeah, uh, I think a lot of comics are thinking that way, too. So right now, I'm, I'm not afraid to pick myself. And, you know, I, I really don't like to pay attention to, like, what people um, are saying. And they're putting more fear into what we're doing. And I don't have that. So, How, how did you yeah. get through COVID? What did you do during that time period? Uh, well, I, even inside my house, uh, no, I, I just, oh, it was a tough one because I wanted to, you know, the first week, you know, was like, I can do a first week. This is great. Being lazy all day. I've, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> you know, like, I get to be in my PJs all day. Come on. That was a dream come true. So I was like, I was having a blast the first week. Uh, the thing I was quarantining with my girlfriend. So, um, that was fun. But in, you know, after two weeks, you're just like, okay. Uh, can you just like go for a walk or something? I can't. I can't see your face. That's her talking. By the way, that's her talking. Like I'm just sensing this. I'm like, what do you mean this? Yeah, like this is just bothering me. I'm like, she's me, my face. Like, what are you talking about? So, uh, we had to learn how to like you know be around each other for that long. You know, we were going crazy, but I try to you know do my best. I I did comedy shows through Zoom. You did Zoom. Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. Oh my God! Those were talk about a hell gig. Those yeah, were the no, biggest hell gig. No applause. I just, I never like. I'm seeing them not caring for my stand-up. Like <laughs> having to see their, like watching their faces be that tuned out. Was I saw a guy look at the? He was watching TV and muted his computer just because you know someone forced him to be on on online. So. <laughs> Uh, that was the worst. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've never done comedy with, you know, with no pants. You know, that was weird. That was the first for me. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, but COVID, I'm glad it's over and I'm glad we're back to normal people because uh, I was going crazy for a little bit. I can understand yeah. that. No, but we, but, yeah, but we made it. We made it. Well, it's interesting. Some of the comedians got like 
better. You know, like they they spent a lot of time during that honing their you know craft because it was on Zoom and they couldn't get the applause they were working on it. So you watched a lot of people improve, and then some people have come back with the same act they had before that apparently didn't do anything during COVID. Right? You know, they were hoping yeah, people oh forget. My God, yeah. yeah. That's right. I see people back at the, at the comedy clubs, and I was like, "Do you have the same set? Right, the same set." And yeah, I was like, "Why would I change something that's good?" I'm like, "That's the wrong mentality to have. Not good. You're talking about Bill Clinton. He's gone. He's out of the <laughs> <Bill> office. <Clinton. laughs> I'm talking about Bill Clinton. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that Bill Clinton, huh? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's gone. Monica Lewinsky. What are you? What are you saying?" Like, so, <laughs> So people really need to just change that act, man. Oh, man. So do you... Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, just very quickly, do you get on the phone? Like, you're going to be on yeah. eight, HBO Max. I mean, obviously, uh, a lot of stuff screen, uh, streaming on HBO Max. But did you call the family and say, uh, is that you or me It's going to be on HBO Max? Oh, that's right. It's me. Did you have to call your family and tell them? That's right. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 there was certain people where I did brag a little bit. You know, you had to just jab at the... Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know I called. I called you. You actually called the ex-girlfriend. You, you don't need to do that. Right. Uh, oops, sorry. I called you. I put the butt down. Oh, yeah. I'm just you know, calling my family because I'm on HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> you have to rub it in a little bit. Uh, no, but uh, I did call my dad and... Uh, uh, I make fun of my uncle in the, in the special. Uh, we have an uncle that... You know, Latinos would give each other nicknames, you know, but it all depends on how you look. Like, if you have something messed up, we're going to point it out and make a nickname off of it, you know. <laughs> I have an uncle that we call Cumbia. For those that don't know what Cumbia means, Cumbia is a Latin dance, you know, and you do a lot of waist movements. Mm-hmm. We call him that because he was born with a crooked hip. Oh, so oh, sweet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're hardcore. I love it. Yeah, so he's walking. It, it looks like he's dancing, and everybody just, Cumbia, eh, eh, you know how we are. And um, That's cool. my uncle, Cumbia, he heard about this, and he is pissed. Yeah. He's over there in Mexico talking about he's going to write a book, mm. The Crooked Truth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. That's just Nice. The title, the crooked truth. Apparently, I don't know, but he's. So I have little, you know, uncles that aren't as fond of the, the special. I think we're making fun of them, but uh, for the most part, everybody's been real cool. My dad's been super excited, and uh, yeah, he made a list of all things that I owe him, so he wants me to pay for that. But that, that's that's sure. story. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do there. I'm like, uh, I already went. I haven't told him, but I wasted the check before I even got it. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be. <laughs> I don't know how he's going to get that money. I was like, when when you pay off your credit card debt, I'll pay you off. And then, you know, he has an answer back. Might not happen. So I think I got some time. <laughs> yeah, I think I got some time, yeah. So, Alex, did you ever dance the cumbia? Can't say I have. You have? I would think you did it all over you the years. Oh, wow. No, I have not. Really? No. What? The, I did... Yeah, but you did every dance of all That's kinds. That's not true. I never every did, dance. I, did, I never did, did every any one in the world. ballroom or, yeah, every dance there ever <laughs> was. Did you do that one where the, the wow. with, the, with the spears? And yeah, the spears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of that. Dancing. Mostly that, actually. <laughs> Mostly yeah. spear dancing, haka. yes. No, you did not do That's the haka. Right. A lot of, a lot of any haka. Oh, I wanted <laughs> to learn how to do that. I'd be a good haka. There is still time. There's still time. Yeah. 
Because I'm built exactly. What are those people again? The, I'm built just Maori? like that. Maori. Yeah. I'm built just like a Maori. I could do. I could do the haka. You could. It's a lot of facial expression. <gasps> I think that it's you know uh, it's a good hobby for you. Mm. Yeah. Should I start doing it right I, after the show yeah. today? I'll start doing the haka. You do the haka ever, uh, Asus? <laughs> Oh my God, the haka! I don't even know what that is. That sounds crazy. That sounds, I just, that, that sounds like a, a, a you know like a drink that you drink in a haka. Can I get a two hakas, please? Yes, two hakas. Uh, it's, it's a make, it's a, make it a version. Of it's it. a Maori war yeah. kind of war dance. Is it Howie something? Warden? Yeah. Where are you going on vacation? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where Maori is. What are you talking about? Australia. Maori. Australia. New Zealand. New Zealand. 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 Yeah. Australia. I would have never thought New Zealand. What are you doing in New Zealand? We oh, were. Like, We've never been to New Zealand. We watched a show. We were. <laughs> stuck with him. Stuck with yeah. him. Sure did. Uh, got you. Yeah. You know that's what happens when you get the Discovery Channel. You start. Naming all these weird places. That's true. Maori. I don't know what the hell that is. So, you got to watch the haka sometimes. Hey, Seuss, do yourself a favor this afternoon. Sit down on your computer and watch guys yes. do the haka because you'd love it. Uh, oh, I am Googling it. Once we're off this phone, I am Googling the haka. What is the haka? Very, very tough. The haka. One of our friends, who, who was our friend that went, went to New Zealand and did the haka? We do have a friend that did it, but I can't remember who it was. Damn it, I'll think of it. I no, I probably won't. Who the hell knows? But in any case, so, so Jesus, things are going well. You're on HBO Max. Yeah, get to tell the family. Everything's going great. That's wonderful, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, no, it feels great. It really does. Uh, you know, so it's been a long time coming because, you, you know, you get those years where you're just like, wow, I don't think this might, this might not happen for me. So oh, really? I'm just glad things are, you know, oh, yeah, you get that doubt where you're just like, this is repetitive. I'm doing the same thing. Nothing's really changing. Uh, gigs are, you know, not really, like, speeding up. They're just, like, at the same slow pace. And you start getting doubt. You start, like, saying, like, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe this isn't for me. And uh, you start questioning yourself. But then, you know, you just got to keep fighting through it. And then an opportunity comes up, and you got to be ready to execute. That's what I tell a lot of people. Like, you, you can only be, you know, prepared for so long. But when the opportunity comes, you have to be able to execute, or else you know, then you can't. Then you can't really complain of why you're not getting anything. So when the opportunity came, I give it all I got. I say, you know what, I'm gonna tell these stories, and was it like it? You know, and now we're here, and, and it's on, and I'm glad it's happening. And um, you know, quick story. Um, I got the phone call that I got the HBO special COVID. During COVID, when it hit, mm-hmm. like 2019, remember that phone when they were telling people, like, oh, I got the phone call there. And I was nervous because I'm like, well, they're shutting things down. It was right when the shutdown happened. And they were like, oh, everything will be back to normal and this and that. So uh, I started getting scared that this might not happen. Like, we uh, we all might die off of this <laughs> disease. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess that is. I think, yeah, this is, this is my luck. I get it right when the world's ending. I, that's when I get every opportunity. Perfect. This is right up my alley. So I had to I had to wait. I had to be in the sidelines for a while. I had to like wait and see what's going to happen. Right. Perform these Zoom calls, write material, and uh, and things are opening up. And then we got ourselves a crowd, and and then we did it like two years after that. So yeah, that was that was uh, on its own, you know. No, Jesus, I got to tell you. But yeah, we got it. 
When you look back about, you know, six months or a year from now, when this comes true, you look back and go, that's what Uncle Tommy told me was going to happen. Okay, so you remember that. <laughs> okay, you ready? Okay, I will. Um, in the 1980s, it was, it was a pretty rough decade in America. The 80s got really, really tough. Uh, people were not getting along. There's a lot of racial unrest. There's a lot of name-calling. I mean, kind of like what's going on now. Um, and you know what saved us, and I'm not kidding, Jesus, comedy. People started going to comedy clubs. Mm. They started making comedy movies. The only way we're going to get out of this hating one another thing over our political beliefs is comedy. So they're going to have to let people like you do your job, make us laugh, make us mm. relax and calm down, because that's how we got together last time, and I think it needs to happen 35 years later. It needs to happen right now, right? That's right. That's right. I think, I think comedy, comedy, the voice for a comedian right now in this country is very important because you think about comics is that we we don't like to tell you know we don't like to tell bullshit. We like to right. point it out. We like to let people know what they're doing wrong. We will call anyone out, and I think that's very important. Uh, it's a very important voice to have. Out of all the entertainment outlets you can have, I think that one just really tells you like it is, uh, calls you out on your on your BS, and and you're right. I think. That's exactly what we need, and we should not not get in the way of letting a performer, you know, create his material and, and, and build a craft. You know, it's very important right now. So I agree. It is. I'm, it is. Yep. Yeah. Jesus, have you ever? Yeah, I agree. I agree. When's the last time you were in Minneapolis, St. Paul? Minneapolis. Whoa, 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 whoa! Minneapolis, St. Paul. Is that what you said? Yes. St. Paul. Uh, I've never been there, but it sounds very white. I've never been to that place. That place, uh, where is it? I don't even know where that is in the map. You don't yeah, know where Minnesota Paul, is, Paul. really? Do you I, know where Minnesota no, I don't. is? It sounds, like a, it sounds like a Rob Stewart song or something. Like, where, where's Minneapolis, St. Paul? Minneapolis. Hey, I've so never been there. No, I have not. Minneapolis. Okay. Asus, I will tell you this. Um, People in Minneapolis-St. Paul love to go to comedy clubs. They love to laugh. Minnesotans do love their humor. So you got to get up here. Uh, some great comedy clubs in town, some really, really good ones that have been around forever. Acme Comedy Company's been around for, what, 30 years, something like that? Yeah. More than that, maybe. Hey, Seuss, you do very, very well here. Uh, you need to you need to get booked to come to Minneapolis-St. Paul. And then you got to drag your ass into studio and do the show live with us. Oh, you know what, guys? That's... I really would. I would love to see that. And I would like to see that dance that she does. Oh, and I would like God. to see what she looks like. And then we will all have to do it. But, yeah, uh, honestly, I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to do it. Once we hang up the phone, I'm going to call a manager. And we got to book something there ASAP. I would love to be there in person and do it at the studio. Okay, well, yeah, call, sure. call us back happen. and let us know. Because we got to come in to studio. I do a morning radio show as well. So you come in and do that, do the afternoon podcast. Yeah. You do the appearance at the comedy club. Sure. I'm telling you, Jesus, you'll, you'd kill. You'd love it here. Very, very. People oh, love the comedy. I'm being, Say less. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll bring all the material. We'll have a great time. So, yeah. Hey, Sue Sepulveda, ladies and gentlemen, HBO Ooh. comedy mat special, Mr. Rough Life. Boom, gone. See, yeah, he, yeah, I guess he had a hard out. He dropped that mic. He was eleven twelve. He was. Uh, yeah. He was on for exactly half an hour. So there you go. HBO uh, Max comedy special. I knew they were going to do that. So that's why I started talking about. Yeah, when you get to town. Mm-hmm. 
uh, HBO Comedy Max special, Mr. Rough Life, to be released as part of their Entrenos uh, series on August. Well, it happened, uh, matter of fact, last Friday. August 5th is when it started. Jesus Sepulveda, a very, very nice guy, didn't you think? Oh, very nice. nice. Very pleasant. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the walls of world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finish number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J-Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Hey, this Brian's up. Summer is finally here, and if you're like me, you've got some serious riding planned. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, metric cruiser, or sport bike, you'll find what you need at Dennis Kirk. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets, too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. I, it's so amazing to me that there are so many comedians in America that don't know what a great comedy market Minneapolis-St. Paul actually is. Are there really that many, though? I think I'm, there are. It's like, well, I didn't know. You know, and mostly, I, you know, to tell you, I can't even tell you why they don't know. <laughs> because everybody who's been here knows very, very clearly that this is a great comedy market. A lot of people see the, you know, 80% of the country between the coasts as, you know, yeah. just empty cornfields. That's true. And it's a little cold. Well, yeah, it's only cold six months out of the year. Yeah. Right now, it's uncomfortably hot. So. Yeah. No, but it's not. It's freezing out. Freezing? It Today is, is colder than the sun. Oh, what is it, 70? What? I don't know. I think it's some of the bitches colder, but. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be 76 today. That's yeah. freezing cold. Freezing. He what came in at 4 in the morning. Oh. Yeah, when you come That's in at 4 true. in the morning, when you morning, came in, it was yeah, probably yeah. pretty cold. It's a little chilly oh, in the morning. Yeah, the mornings are. Yeah, they've definitely cooled off. It's nice. 
for someone that runs in the morning and it's not yeah. 85 well, degrees and 100% humidity. I, I hate the heat and humidity so much. Oh my God. I don't hate the heat and humidity. <laughs> I just hate running in it. I just running in it. Give me the cold any terrible. day. We get it for what? 30 days a year. 30 running days. In it is it's like terrible. Yeah. three months. This Calm summer's down. been really Unbearable. hot. Unbearable. It's been a hot summer. Oh it has been a hot God. summer. Bring back good. the polar vortex. Yeah, and another six months when it's 85 below, you'll be, when's it going to warm up? See, or you just don't constantly complain about the weather yeah. like me, and it's a better existence. I don't know that anybody here complains the, about the weather. So the comedy okay. thing. Yes. Louis Anderson used to tell comedians that would ask him, how yes. do I get into comedy, to come to Minnesota, yeah, come did. to Minneapolis, and work the scenes here, because we have so many small clubs, large clubs, yes, open mics. Acme's 31 year, years old, by yeah. the way. There's a lot of opportunity yeah, to get better. There's a lot more clubs here. than two also. Yeah. So. And there's also uh, a good community of comedians that are willing to help you out, let you sleep on their couch, that kind of thing. Let you sleep on the couch? Oh, boy. Very, very generous. No question about that. You move in and you're trying to start from scratch. Sometimes you got to sleep on someone's couch for a while. I suppose you're right. Oh, look at this. Axios Media is being acquired by Cox Enterprises, which said it plans to push the online news provider into new markets while broadening its coverage. Axios is based in Minneapolis, is it not? I don't know. I don't know about that. I think Axios is is based in Minneapolis. I'm almost certain that it is. But uh, so that's good news for them. Happy to hear it. Axios Uh, is, let's see here, Arlington County, Virginia. What's in Virginia? Very close. I thought it was based here. Pretty much the same as Minnesota. Maybe they have a big big local office here, I know. So I just assumed it. Because I, I only heard about it a few months ago. That's why I don't know a whole lot about it, obviously. That's why I just assumed it was based here, because there were people here that reached out and said, hey, thanks for picking up uh, Axios. We, we listen to the show all the time. So they must have an office here, <laughs> I'm thinking. All right, so we got our listener questions. Oh, Were you I'm thinking ready. about it? Listener okay, questions. Okay, what was the question yeah. again? If you could interview anyone currently alive, who would it be? Anyone currently alive, who would I interview? My God. Can you even think of anyone? The Dalai Lama. Like the, anyone that you hadn't? Dalai Lama's boring. I just saw him interviewed the other day. Oh really? Is that he's right? kind of interviewed to death, yeah. Well, yeah, he's yeah, of course. To death. That is true. Yeah. Literally, all he does is talk, so it's, like, you know. His children's book is great. Is it? Yep. Whose children's book? The Dalai Lama. He's got a children's book. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm. It's great. You're making that up as you I go along. I swear to you, I'll show you. That was an I, actual, a lot of books. It was an actual, a, a, actual llama. We own it. Oh, you own the Dalai Lama book? We have... Um, Who was it, the comedian that asked the Dalai Lama face-to-face if he'd ever seen Caddyshack? It's called, like, The Seed of... The Seed of Compassion. The Seed of Compassion. The Seed of Compassion, there you go. Mm-hmm. The Dalai Lama. Who was it that asked, that asked the Dalai Lama if he'd ever seen the movie Caddyshack? I don't know. It was very funny. Because <laughs> he looked at him like, what? What are you talking about? I wonder about? if the Dalai Lama like, watches movies and stuff. Would, would you want to interview sure does. Putin? No. No? No, I would not, because he thinks he's a tough guy. He speaks he's Russian, about, so, you know. He's the size of a Pepsi bottle. I don't. Well, but just to find out what he has to say, you know? Well, he's the richest man on earth, apparently. I mean, I don't, you don't see him talk very often. No, you, you don't. Know? You do. no. So, no. I mean, well, apparently it was Jesse Ventura who asked him that. 
If he'd seen the dollar. It one. was Jesse Ventura. You're absolutely right. It was. Yeah. Yeah. That tracks. That tracks. Why was Jesse Ventura allowed to talk to the Dalai <laughs> You're right. Lama? I'm just it trying to think Jesse of people Ventura. that don't talk He's much. You know governor. that. Yeah. You don't. You so don't what? hear much from them directly. Teller. You know the magician. Yeah, yeah the magician Teller would be. He'd be a great interview. <laughs> who would yeah. the one person be if I could interview anybody? Who would it be? God, I that's that's tough. That's alive. Yeah. It's got to be alive. Yeah, yeah I'm wondering true. if maybe we should ask these questions on Sunday and you can think about them and then. Well, but normally I would be able to say, oh, I'd do this, that, or the other thing. Uh, you know, I've interviewed almost everybody I've ever wanted to interview. That's yeah, the whole that's problem. What I'm thinking. Is there anybody you've missed that you thought, darn, I should have. Paul McCartney. I was going to sit down with him face to face and interview him, but I had to go pick. Have you ever, ever interviewed him at all? I talked to him on the phone once. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's so well, you have talked to him. I have talked yeah. to him. I've never interviewed him though. Ringo, I've interviewed probably, a number. You'd probably of times. rip him for I and Catherine. Now, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sitting in the front row there over at the XL Energy Center. Don't worry about my feelings. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Boy, I tell you, just that. You know, I, I don't really read the news too much ahead of time on the morning show. I just, whatever they put up is what I read. I'm looking at these headlines, and it's like, now I know why. Honest to God, Twin Cities man facing felony charges for voting twice in 2020 election. Becker schools proposed policy banning divisive concepts. Juvenile sentence haunts two harbors mayor. A uh, man who shot Ahmed... Uh, I'm at Ar- Arbery gets a life Lifetime. sentence. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's all the really negative news. Well, the Senate Democrats passed a budget package. By themselves, yeah. Yeah, by themselves. Did they do the House already? I don't that's think today, so. That's today, isn't it? Yeah, I, think. I think the House is today. So One of the was, questions he got <laughs> since we went off on that. It was 50-50. What? Um, it was 50-50, and then Kamala Harris is the one that voted 51st, right? Yeah, I think... That's how or it was worked, it? Yeah. yeah, it had to be that. Yep. It had to yep. be that. Yep. yep. So anyway, do you have any other questions? Andy? I'm going to say. Got a whole group. Let me let me just say the one person that I'd really like to interview if I got a chance to interview them would be. I can't think of anyone. I've interviewed everybody I've ever wanted to interview. Any questions for the rest of us that wouldn't actually have an answer for anything? <laughs> that is no, an answer. Just based on dad this week. Sometimes I've interviewed like every negative people. Like you could ask. You know, Einstein, what's the deal with the penis? You can ask. Yeah, I don't want to talk. Einstein, the deal with the penis. Yeah, apparently he's got some grotesque kind of thing going on. Um, you can ask Einstein Chauvin what had really a weird happened. Penis? Chauvin, no. what really happened. This is yeah. new information. Yeah. So, I've never heard that. You know, just people like that, like Putin. You know, Qualifier. what are you thinking, dude? <laughs> so you want me to be in a room alone with a criminal? No, Thank I didn't you. say you don't Our have to be in the alone with him. You just have to interview it's him. It's a weird thing that came to mind. No, let me put it this way. The reason it's hard, so hard for me to figure this out is because I actually became telephone friends with, like, Gore Vidal. He and I talked on the phone all the time after I interviewed him. I never met him in person. <laughs> you don't want to become friends with him. <laughs> What? <laughs> That's hilarious. You do the interview, and suddenly every week he's talking to Booty. Hey. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, Booty, what's not happening? So bad. I need somebody to talk to. So Booty and I. Why so buddy. aggressive? <laughs> I love so your I was going to go into the Ukraine, but I changed my mind because of this guy in Minneapolis. <laughs> no, I mean that—that that is a weird question well, to ask nice. me because I've interviewed everybody ever born, pretty much. And I mean, Andy was. I agree with that before. I've interviewed everybody over the last thirty-seven years. I, Pretty much. I was trying to think Have of somebody I haven't interviewed, like T Bone Pickett. 
Who's T-Bone Pickett? He's like uh, the 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 guy the down in Texas that does investments and stuff. Is that his oh, name? yeah, T-Bone I know you're talking about. T-Bone Pickett. T-Bone. Isn't Boone? Boone. It's Boone. It's yeah, Boone. so how about him? He's Have dead. you ever talked to him? Is he, he died. Dead? He died in 2019. Oh, oh, yeah, oh we're done. He's out. He's dead. Lost that opportunity again. Those daily cokes got him finally. But look, I mean... Top of the top of the heap. I've already interviewed. I, I in person. I interviewed Peter Falk and and uh, Jane Fonda, and that was what? What's that face? Nothing. I've got a pain in my hand. In your hand? Yep. Who'd you punch? Nobody. Was I sleeping and you came and socked me in the middle of the night? Yeah. I have a bruise on top of one of my knuckles. It all works out in the end. Okay, what other questions do you have, Andy? Anything can happen. Uh, So I've interviewed everybody I've ever wanted to interview. Got to be honest with you. Uh, If you hadn't gotten into radio, what do you think your career would have been? I probably would have stayed in the record business or just done voice. I probably would have done voiceover for the rest of my life. That's probably true. But getting into radio destroyed my voiceover career because the Mm. politicians in this state decided to point out that I didn't agree with them, so therefore I was dangerous or something. I don't know what that was. He also had some bad luck. I mean, the McDonald's with the shooting. Yeah, that was bad luck. That I mean, was not good luck. Yeah, you, had, right about you had a that. couple big things that happened. Didn't you have a couple of those that oh, happened God, like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, that was, Catherine and I were going through the airport in, the airport in Salt Lake City, and we are just getting back from our honeymoon in Canada. So um, we're going through the airport, and remember the paper boxes used to be lined up along the corridors? Oh, sure. All the different newspapers in the different cities? They're not there anymore. So young people are going, what are you talking right. about? But there were paper boxes. And I had just done all of the Olympic commercials for McDonald's, <laughs> yeah. which was hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars worth of business that never aired. Yeah. So I made nothing. Because they should that, start to pay you for the work. Well, I, yeah, I well, got paid do. a session they, fee, but not for yeah. usage. The residuals yeah. are where it's at. Yeah, that is true. All the money is. You got scales? <laughs> yeah, so I think I got for cutting all those. Sally Bell was her name. I'll never forget. She was a little girl. Sally Bell uh, was a young girl involved in the Olympics, and that's that. we started with her. I do remember that. But a few of the commercials ran, but they pulled the um, almost the entire schedule. Just a couple of commercials ran. But what was that guy's name again that opened fire at the McDonald's in San Diego? I don't remember so long ago. Yeah, I don't remember that. Uh, it was before I was born, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Let's see here. Was it the uh, San Ysidro? San Ysidro, that's it. Yep. Uh, James Huberty. James Huberty. Huberty? I don't know. Yeah, that was that was a tough one. I will tell you. Twenty-one that. people died. Yeah, and then someone sniped Jeez. him. And remember what he said when he left his house. I'm going to kill a bunch of people. His wife said, "Where are you going?" And he said, "I'm going to hunt man." Okay. Mm. Yeah. Maybe I'd be like, "Whoa!" No. No. Well. Yeah. Wouldn't you tell someone? Yeah. Like you know? if Dan did that, I'd like stab him in the thigh with a steak knife and be like, "No, you can't be, go anywhere you'd now." Be, you'd be going stabbed. very funny. <laughs> well, but she was, well, but if he were a he crazy was, person, yeah, is she, what I'm the, saying. The wife <laughs> knew that he had a mental health issue. Yeah. Mm. So it's like oh. a mental health guy with mental yeah. health issue says something like that. You know, yeah. you're calling the cops, but yeah. Yeah, she just decided she didn't want to. She never was understood. like, <laughs> you, you <laughs> nutcase. Yeah, you knucklehead. Have <laughs> fun. All right, we got another question. Let's thing. see We got here. a lot of questions, huh? Uh, we got a few. That's good. Mm, let's see here. Uh, 
Did you ever think you'd be in radio this long? No. No? Absolutely not. As a matter of fact, the only reason I got into radio is because you were going to be born. We were living in New York City, Catherine and I were. Well, we still had a house here. But uh, I got the call in New York City that Catherine, my lovely wife sitting at the other end of the table, called and said, we're going to have a baby. And I went, well, I can't live in New York and you spend time in Minneapolis and blah, blah, blah. So literally, this is a true story, too. So I was talking to your mother on the old, you know, the the desk telephone back in those days, right? Um, And I talked to her and I said, okay, well, I'll I'll figure something out and see what the situation is there. If we're going to have a baby, uh, when's the baby due? And she said, October. This was in March. Um, So I said, okay, well, let me figure it out and I'll get back to you. I literally put the phone back on the cradle. And the second it was on the cradle, the phone rang. I picked it up and it was Dave Hamilton, and he said, you know, Tom, I'm at KQRS now in Minneapolis. you have any interest in doing a morning show? That's how weird that was. Wow. I mean, there was not even one second between your mom telling me that we were going to have a baby and I was offered a job to move back to Minneapolis. It was... I've had a weird life that way. Does that happen to most people? That like weird. It's not a coincidence. It just kind of happens. Serendipity. Serendipity. That's a good way to put mm-hmm. it. So yeah, I didn't think I was going to be your. I, because I had to make them a promise. I do remember when I took the job, I had to promise the company. You signed a thirty-year contract. That I would stay for six months. <laughs> oh well. No, you almost got fired right off the bat. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first time around at KQ, I did get fired. Right. I've been fired from everything. I got I got fired from this job. What the hell's the difference? You were fired from you've been fired from the podcast. I mean, if That's we true. You could have in the early days, we would have <laughs> if we had that power. Yeah. What the hell's that? What you were a nut the first two years of this podcast. What are you talking? You were about? pretty intolerable. Why you were? Do you really want to hear it? it? Do you want? Well, do you, you want guys, the feedback that we have? If you guys were shit, I could understand why I'd get Well, upset. we had no idea what you were expecting of us, and you thought that because you were on the radio for so long that we somehow, through osmosis, yes. would understand what it is that you wanted from us. Yes. I still don't understand what you, what you guys are doing. So. Neither do we. No. Yes. Yeah, we do just we. show up and you wing it. Are. Yeah. yeah. That's what you got to do. You got to get but, that yeah. thing care of. Yeah. You were oh quite God. intense in those days. Yeah. I remember I had to take you aside one time and say, you know, if we're going to do a family podcast, you should act like you like us. <laughs> I was looking for a different job like every other week. So I assume that was in the first hundred shows. Uh, Oh, wait a minute. Just before you took on a major advertiser that settled everything down. Exactly. Exactly. And we all were feeling smooth sailing since then. But you have to remember that was the exact same time when I found out people I trusted were stealing from me. So I, I had a rough couple of years there, and it's still not over. So there you go. Yeah, if any tiny thing happened... Oh, any tiny thing. Look that out. amount of money is not a tiny Look thing. Out. Let me put it that No, way. I'm saying if we were on the podcast and, like, somebody forgot to push their cough button. You would... That's Jesus right. you used to get, Christ. You used to get pretty excited about that. Oh my You're God. out of your mind. You guys are making it up as you go along. <laughs> I remember listening Oh, I then. forgot. Let's I just, just make fold things up. up for I'm fun. ending the podcast for the rest <laughs> I'm of the You constantly were threatening that. Let's just stop. Never mind. 
We're canceling the podcast. Well, if you don't want to listen, you don't want to listen to the expert. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying. What are the questions we got there? (laughs) (laughs) How about those twins? Twins Twins got screwed yesterday, by the way. (laughs) Oh, my God. So I'm pointing that out. I'll tell you how about those twins. Could you care about it? I do care about it. I'm glad. I'm just telling you, he that guy was out. Mm-hmm. Where was the catcher supposed to stand to catch the ball? No, that's part of the that whole new rule now that's I kind hate of a mess. That. I hate it. Yeah. So now we get an opinion from some puke in New York. Oh, mm-hmm. he's out. No, he's not. He was uh, he was out, yes. And he said he wasn't out. That's what I meant to mm-hmm. say. But I just I don't think we should leave it up to a couple of pukes in New York. What do you think? Mm-hmm. That's the trend. Yeah, why? Though? Why does everything have to be fixed now? I don't know that it's fixed. Everything's fixed. The fix was in. I don't think the fix was in. The fix was in. My team lost. Are you talking about your twins thing on air? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Mysterious twins Well, I I would like to get the okay from the twins to talk about it before I talk about it. Fair enough. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? You're an attorney. Yeah, but I, I, I wasn't part of that conversation. No, so. that's true. What did they say? So, <laughs> they so what's just... the next question? <laughs> He's going to stay on that just question stuff for the rest of the time. I want to deal with the listeners. They took the time for the question. Is this something we're doing now, like each yeah. week? Or Once is a week, yep. All on Friday. Bad? No, no. No, it's going to be it's gonna be different all people. Yeah. Can't on wait Friday. for questions for yeah. Alex. Friday, they ask the questions on social media. It gives them the weekend to respond. Oh, and then we talk about them on the air Monday. Mm-hmm. Ah. I can't wait for the questions for Alex either. I wonder. <laughs> what why are you so wrong about like? meat? <laughs> yeah, why are you so wrong about meat? Oh, in my bio like for the podcast, I wrote, yep. you'll enjoy such banter as her being a vegetarian strictly to irritate her father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why do I get blamed for everything? That's what I'd like to know. Now it's your father again. That's what happens That's when you're a reactionary. Yeah. Oh, that I'm a reactionary. Yes. You guys. I are. think that could be probably could labeled be your strongest personality <laughs> suit. It's being a reactionary. What? It's being reactionary. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Back to the questions. <laughs> okay, you might be right because something just popped into my head that happened this morning. Are we canceling the podcast? Mm. <laughs> I went in. I went into the men's room, and as I opened the door, this young young guy was coming out, right? Well, he was coming to the door to come out. Yep. So I opened the door, and I go, oh, excuse me. He didn't even bother to look at me, and instead of waiting for me to come in, he came out oh, and pushed geez. his way past me. Wow. I said, well, don't let me get in your way there, pal. I mean, like, I tried to be courteous, all the rest of it, hold the door from him. It was just a prick. What is that with you young know. people? Gen Zs, I will say, seem afraid of adults. They yeah. are. They like, seem afraid. they've been afraid. taught to be. They've been taught to hate everything older than them. No, our nanny, lovely girl. She's great with the kids. Barely ever speaks to me. And acts like when I speak to Why? her that she's like afraid of talking to me. Not that she doesn't like me. Like right, she's friendly right. and stuff, but it's just like... I know. She doesn't just want to sit and chat. I know. I know. It's because the phone. You should just sit there and do text messages mm-hmm. to each other on the phone and not have oh, yeah. to look at she's each other. Yeah, she's super that's friendly that. over text messaging. Yep. Lots of exclamation points that's and tells me all sorts of stuff. That's that whole generation. Just, they just aren't familiar with face-to-face conversation. Okay, well, I want to throw some at you guys, and I think I mentioned it last week, but I get a little deeper into it. Where I grew up, if you did that, they would have... 
They would have said, what the hell is texting? No, I'm not talking about texting. I'm talking about averting people's eyes and not being courteous and all that. But you grew up in a very different situation. I did. There's no question about it. You also didn't have the phones to start with. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is if you walk past someone and didn't make eye contact with them where I grew up, they got the impression you were afraid of them. And you don't want people to That's probably true. Oh, absolutely. Hey, you looked away because you're scared. Well, yeah, like, exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anytime, every time I'm out on a run, which is like four days a week, I wave at every single person I walk by, and I get a response from probably like a third of them. Yeah, I know. No, you're right. And it's mostly older people. That you don't wave say at everyone. Don't. I no wave at every what? single everyone. person that I run by. Yeah. It's mostly older That's people that friendly. don't. Mm-hmm. God, for me, it's all young people that don't just, respond. Just do like we do with uh, Sage. Go, ahoy, matey. Ahoy, matey. <laughs> I just always do. I run and I just always do a, and a smile. A I, uh, hand and a smile. I, I talked about Sage this morning because we were the talking balloon. about uh, the, oh, no, the balloon. <laughs> How did the balloon thing end up, Alex? Oh, Mom and I just left. Well, I mean, the balloon popped right in his face. I know it did. Yeah, so it was he was fun. scared and then also upset that he lost his balloon. Well, first of all, his first balloon floated up to the ceiling. Yeah, it was a rough <laughs> go with the balloons for a while. And then he was like, how about this? How about this? And this is when he's always coming up. He says that when he's coming up with oh, a how plan. About this? How about how this? About this? Yeah. How about this? He does say that. And then he was like, when we get home, you go buy us more balloons. Hmm. What a great idea. And I was like, Good negotiator. I was like, we'll just see. Just relax. But Dan had to do a Target curbside pickup anyway, so I just added a balloons. you know $1 pack of balloons. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is going to keep you too amused. And Fawn still has her one. But then I gave him another balloon, and they've still been bringing them so much joy. Mm. Good. So you, he so did, you did give him another balloon? Yeah, because Dan had to do a Target curbside pickup anyway, so I just added. Oh, a dollar pack of like 10 balloons well i was gonna go to in and get bed. him another one but dan told me not to well because he was screaming and he was screaming i mean he was screaming mostly because he was scared yeah because the balloon popped right in his face he was holding it like yep. two inches from his face and it exploded right Boom. In his face. that was loud too because i was, was really outside loud. The, the and like car. his i i was in the like doing stuff in the trunk when it happened and i was looking right at him and he was just like Ooh, and then he started crying hmm. But people were laughing this morning because I was talking about, and the, I can't remember, it's Tony Lee I think was talking about that, that once in a while they get together and barbecue with their neighbors and blah, blah, blah. So I was talking about how well we get along with neighbors and then mentioned that you guys, you and Beth came over once in a while and blah, blah, blah. I said, my favorite thing is when four-year-old Sage is walking through the house and he goes, I have to go talk to Susan and Mike. <laughs> really? Gotta get ready to be with Susan. <laughs> I gotta get ready. And now she's to over be there watering her plants, oh, and he's hilarious. over there just chattering and chattering and chattering <laughs> to the neighbor. <laughs> just. But I suppose that's pretty unusual to have neighbors like that. that be well, we, together with them all the well, time. he also gets like this thing where he wants to talk about something. Oh, yeah. And if he's told everybody, he needs to find a new person. New person and yeah. I don't know where he might get that from. <laughs> weird. Mm. When we also is, have... Is, is there anything all right with me today? <laughs> it's, not it's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's just, it's it's just a character trait, just, not a bad one. Yeah. You're hearing bad things. I didn't say bad things. No, not negative at all. Mm-hmm. And he, we have neighbors that are wonderful, too, and they... I mean, sometimes I'm just like, where are our children? And Dan's like, they're with Ann and Brad somewhere. I don't know. (laughs) Ann and Brad somewhere. You do. You have really nice neighbors. They'll run over to, yeah. We have a really good 
setup of neighbors. And Dan's always talking about like when it turns over because a lot of them are older. Right. Mm. And he's uh-huh. like, it'd be nice if there are families. Younger families. Oh, so he wants everybody to die. But no, but then he's like, Caesars would die. No, no, he's just like, I mean, it is, they're at the age where in the next. Question five number two, why do you years. hate old people, Alex? No. <laughs> yeah, they're getting to the age in the next five to ten years. That's they, what happens. I don't think they're going to die. I think they'll just be move like, out. I don't want to take care of this house anymore yeah. Yeah, and move true. somewhere smaller. It's generally how those things go. And so we're like, oh, it would be nice when if we have like younger families move in because everybody around us is an original owner of their house. That was they were all built in like the mid eighties. But at the same time, we'll be sad to see them go because they're mm-hmm. also wonderful. They are you have a really nice thing. That's how our neighborhood is. It's all either old people or young couples with kids. We don't mm-hmm. have hardly any younger kids. There are some couples no? down the street There's with like teenagers of, and stuff. But tons of really young kids in our area. We have three. <laughs> That'll change. Yeah. It'll change eventually. That's it's what, how humans work. That's what I'm saying, but then I'm also sad because our neighbors are wonderful. Well, see, that's nice to hear. Mm-hmm. Andy, you get you like you like your neighbors a lot too, don't you? Uh, we don't really talk to our neighbor neighbors. Oh, you don't. I don't really know why, but when we go into town, we know people in town. Yeah, see, that is a nice downtown area. Like I said, it reminds me a lot of Long Prairie where I was born. No doubt about it. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000. And that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com because life is expensive enough. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom here for Continuum Weight and Well-Being. If you were like me and constantly finding yourself in weight loss mode, I have great news. Continuum is here. It's new and they're doing it differently. There are no meal replacements or foods you're required to purchase. They specialize in customizing meal plans for you using all whole nutritious foods. They don't just focus on weight loss. They are upfront with their pricing. And most importantly, Continuum is designed for long-term success. Schedule a free consultation. Find out more today. Simply go to their website, Continuum Weight weightwellbeing.com or call or text them at 952-491-6527 and catch the Continuum team on my podcast on Thursdays, 11.15 a.m. I've learned so much from them, and I know you will too. Continuum Weight and Wellbeing Life Beyond Weight Loss Mode. God, let me ask you a question. You had something to say? I was going to ask you, going back to when you were talking comedian, you said 35 years ago, comedians fixed the, the world with their comedy. 35? What what time period are you talking Late about? Late 80s. Late 80s. Mm. That's when I was born. Okay. Mm. What comedians did that in the uh, late 80s? Richard Pryor. Hmm. Okay. No, I, I'm just telling you, stand-up comedy in theaters saved America because everybody oh, hated everybody else. Oh, theaters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm just The big telling. shows were like the early 90s, weren't they? Yeah. Okay. That's how it kind of Chris all Farley. developed. Chris <clears throat> Farley? 
did Farley have a big, big shows? He was in movies. Oh, movies, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that was a big it was part like of the Dane Cook, movies. and it was yeah, yeah right. I mean, Dane Cook was huge, huge from yeah. Monsters. Yeah. Still has the biggest crowd ever at uh, X Target. 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 Yeah, really? Yeah. He had. He Dane was. Cook, huh. He was huge. Yeah. And then he spent all his money. Yeah, his brother you, stole it. Do you know what joke? Oh yeah. Do you know like one Dane Cook joke? Yeah, I, like, I, 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 I never. I was never a Dane Cook fan. I don't know anything that would be like. Oh yeah, that's a Dane Cook joke. No. Well, Dane Cook's one of those comedians. You're like, oh yeah, Dane Cook. It's like you forget about him. Yeah. Did you ever hear what happened to his money, Alex? Yeah, his brother was like. His brother took it. Yeah. Yeah. And buried it. And won't tell them where it is. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? What? What do you mean by that? I buried your money, and I'm not going to tell you where it is. That's very, very odd, don't you think? Surprised mm-hmm. he hasn't gotten a visit from a nice gentleman with a bat. Well, that's yeah. true. You wouldn't want to kill him, though, because he knows where it's Because he buried. knows where the, he knows <laughs> where the money is. He's got kind of insurance policy there. God, I that's just... true. You can't kill him. I'm looking at the headlines again today. we got some... Barn burner. Does anybody get along? Not if you read the news. <laughs> no, if you read the news, you can, you're absolutely right. If you read the news, nobody gets along with anybody else. You got Roger Stone asked people to donate to Alex Jones. Yeah. Okay, is who it, is Alex Jones and what did he do? I he mean, had a talk a, show. Yeah, it was a talk, uh, shock jock type yeah. talk show that, you know. And what did he do? Something about Sandy Hook? He yes. said it didn't exist. Or he said that Sandy Hook never happened. Who it said never that? happened. Alex, Alex Jones. Jones. I don't know. And so the parents sued him. Is he on a radio station? What does he do? He was on, just Alex Jones. He was nationally syndicated, yeah. 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 Uh, he had a lot of money. A lot of money. And he oh. also knew that they were turning the freaking frogs gay. So, that's you got to tell her that what? story. Hey, what? That was one. That's one of his like most famous quotes. Yeah, they're turning the freaking frogs gay. Um, <laughs> there, there okay. was like there was some. Ex- I the look. I can't even see your face, but I can see the look. <laughs> now, on what your does this face. mean? There were there were there was some experiment that actually happened, where they I don't know if they injected frogs with something, but they turned frogs gay. <laughs> So, okay. All right. Well, I think the sure. idea is that they it. could turn people gay, yeah. which oh. would be depopulating the earth. Depopula- depopulation is like a big Concern thing. of yeah. some people. What yes. do they want to depopulate the earth? Too so, many people using too many resources? They don't oh. want, well, yeah, carbon true. emissions. Are Even very if everybody carbon. were gay, they could still They could, but they kids. probably wouldn't. Oh, are you kidding me? There are tons of, yeah. Every gay couple I know wants a family. Yeah, mm. that's true. So, so he was off ordered to pay what forty nine point five million dollars. I think I something like that. I think Fine. it bankrupted the whatever his TV or whatever radio his network, network is, Info right? Wars. Info Wars. Is that mm-hmm. what it was called? I've called. never heard him. I've never even heard his show. Is he on? In this I haven't market? heard it. It's kind of yeah. shocking that they could get that kind of a settlement over somebody's. Viewpoints eh, no, on not. anything is yeah, it was a political trial. He went way yeah, over the he, top. Though. He damaged the parents, and he, he did. Oh, yeah. he did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're lying. I mean, these people lost children, and he said, "No, you didn't. You're lying." Yeah. Oh, well, then. Yeah, why would he so do that? Why would they let him do that? Because he made so much money. I don't know it. why of all things you'd pick out Sandy Hook to I know. decide. I'm yes, go seriously. Hook, of all of them. I know if why. Why go after is not true? I think I'll go after that one. Makes no sense. I don't. I don't know. Makes no sense. Okay, here's th- three headlines. We got Roger Stone asked people to donate to Alex Jones. Uh, Roger Stone is who? He was the advisor. Trump's the, buddy or Trump's something. Trump's advisor on military. Or... Then you got 
Mark Milley, top U.S. general, vowed to fight Trump from the inside. He's a complete loser. He is a complete loser. And it's not because it's Trump or anything else, but no, he's just if you're the head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, you don't turn on any president, no matter who it is. That's not a good idea. Well, he's also really not fond of white people. Who, Mark Milley? Yep. Well, is he going to white people suck? Oh, yeah. Right? Well, he's white. It doesn't matter. How about fat white guys? Yes, specifically he's, them. He's kind of fat. No, he, you can just tell by when he talks, he's a massive pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, you don't want to be doing that. I don't care if you hate Trump. You're uh, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. You do what you're told, right? You'd think. I would think so. Liz Cheney reveals her thoughts on DeSantis. Boy, nobody's getting along. These are all real mm-hmm. headlines from Newser. Nobody's getting along here. Is, is that ever going to happen, you think, again? You think we'll ever get along again? They're making too much money off of it. That's exactly the problem, isn't it? Political division makes a lot of money. It does. It certainly does. Just look at Alex Jones. Did he really? But he didn't have the $49 million to pay off, did he? He had way more than that. Yeah, I think Does he had he a lot. Really? Hundreds of millions. Like rushed and made a lot of money doing what he was doing. He didn't yeah. make that much money, did yeah, he? Yeah, absolutely. Really? Well, not only did he have his radio show or podcast or whatever the hell it was. I don't know if it was actually ever syndicated. I don't think it was. What is it? But Alex I don't. Jones? Yeah. It was syndicated. It was yeah. syndicated? It was, oh, yeah. Well, he had that. But he also has a line of products. He has, like, water filters, um, oh, he does. water yeah, purification. He has deal. supplements, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. He made tons of money. Purification. Yeah. Well, there's fluoride in the water. you got to get rid of it, that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, people think that it affects your IQ. Mm-hmm. What, fluoride? Mm-hmm. Does it? Maybe that's why. I if you look so at non-fluoridated <laughs> countries versus fluoridated <laughs> countries and compare the IQs, it's not well, even close. Well, but that's... Correlation isn't causation, Andy. Correlation is always causation. No, it's not. Every single time. <laughs> Every single time. 100% mm-hmm. of the time. Well, here's another one. <clears throat> Man who attacked Asian family in Sam's Club gets 25 years. Why would you attack a family Maybe at they were Sam's Club? Grabbing the last thing of granola bars that he wanted. <laughs> well, it's the same guy, the Apple Valley, uh, Apple River guy. You know, it's yeah. like, why do you do these things? Because you're crazy. That's probably the good answer. <laughs> now they're saying that, that he's claiming that he was terrified and that's why he did it. Yeah, that terrified? he was being called a pedophile and that he right, was right. responding to that. But I don't think I, I don't think anybody else had weapons except for him, so he's going to have a problem, I believe. Yeah, he had a knife. Well, right the here. weird thing is he punched a guy... While holding a knife in the other hand. Very odd thing to do. It is kind of odd. Yeah, self-defense claim an Apple River case could hinge on weapons, suspects' fears. The 52-year-old prior Lake man told authorities that he had acted in self-defense on July 30th when he fatally stabbed a Stillwater teenager and wounded four other people. Oh, I didn't know he killed one of them. Yeah, Yeah, he he died. Yeah, Yeah. he killed one. Yeah, that's not a good thing to do. No. He says they were a threat because they were Chinese and... Could spread the disease around. Oh, right. So yes. I didn't hear that he went that far. He didn't really yes. say that, did the he? The DOJ said he did. So yeah. But they were Ch- they were Asian. They were Asian. But that's you just I said he they was were Asian. Asian. No, a, he, no, he was. Um, he said a Chinese family. He was oh. uh, Hispanic. <clears throat> Are we? T- we're talking about the. We're not the Apple Apple River. We're talking about no. The, no, the no we're talking about the Sam's Club. Wait a minute. Yeah, it's like which one were you on? The Sam's Club thing that you literally just talked about. No, right, but we I, start talking about Apple River. Apple River it was that, mentioned. So. It wasn't. Didn't seem like we were so, completely talking. So the guy who punched him with a knife in his hand was that at the Sam's Club? That was or? Sam's Club. Okay, 
Okay. Whatever the the Apple to... River guy was just some lunatic attacking teenagers. Yes. I don't think we have any idea why he did it. And yeah, because he think was we called the will. pedophiles, what his claim is. He yeah. hired, the well, lawyer, he hired he Rittenhouse. He was lawyer. afraid. So I wasn't talking about, what's the other one? He's I wasn't not going to get Rittenhouse prosecutors, though, is my bet. <laughs> so it's oh, you're, talking it. about, you're talking about the guy, the, the young man who attacked the Asian family. Yeah. Yes. That's the Sam's that's Club what, one. That's, that's what Andy was talking about. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So He's afraid it. of them because they were Chinese and they can spread the disease. Spread mm-hmm. what disease? Uh, COVID. Probably COVID. Yeah. This COVID. was right at the beginning the, of what is COVID it, the, when uh, everyone China was... China disease or the... What was he called? China it? virus? Oh, China, China virus. virus. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The Kung yep. flu? The Kung flu. Now no, we're talking. Yeah. Romance flu. of the three symptoms? Oh, God. There's literally a thousand of those floating around the internet. Yeah. I would imagine. I've heard them all. True. Are we done with Dad's questions, or did he? I think so. That's you just fine. had the two. So, I mean, no, there are like three. Four of them. The guy you want to interview that's dead is Ali, right? That's who you want yes. to interview. You never got to yeah, interview. The guy who is dead, yeah. I would love the to have interviewed Muhammad Ali. <laughs> the guy who's dead, you know. And he actually did. Harvey McKay got Muhammad Ali to sign a boxing glove for, right. for mm-hmm. me, which was very, very cool, I thought. You should have that thing, like, put in epoxy or something, because that... It's starting to fade. The signature is not doing well after yeah, all these... I'll just go over it with a shirt. Have you ever interviewed Mike Tyson? Yeah, a long time ago. Long time yes. ago. Okay. He, was, he was doing some charity function or something. Mm-hmm. Interesting fella. Yeah, he's a... I don't know if I'd want to piss him off. Did you no, know... hell no. Did you know for the time he was 12 years old, the grown men in his neighborhood didn't want to mess with him? Of course not. 12 years old. And he, he, <laughs> that one fight they show where he just goes out and destroys <laughs> the guy in like 12 seconds. That was Michael Spinks. Michael Spinks, yeah. yeah. Was Michael yeah. Spinks. Yeah. I mean, he was just at, at one point, he was a height of just, just lock him up, pull him out, go fight. Honest back, to God, you know? it's unbelievable. He was crazy. It was nuts. Well, a lot of males are fully like... They're as tall as they're going to get at 12, 13. I was pretty yeah. much there by the time I was 13, yeah, right? True. As far as height tall. Yeah. I was. Yeah. Yeah. You don't I was extremely out, lanky, but I was... I would say 14, 15. Yeah. Yeah. Your I was brain, in eighth grade. Your brain, though, was like still sex. Yeah, you know? well, there is. Yeah, teenagers yeah. are pretty dumb. Yeah. But it was funny because when. But they know everything. When I was in eighth true. grade, I grew to a six foot one, and I was not the tallest kid in my class. Was it a girl? It was one girl and one boy. There you go. It was one girl. (laughs) Kathy Shimp was her name. Oh, I had a Kathy Olsen was taller than me, and I was so grateful (laughs) that I wasn't the tallest girl Uh, in school. Kathy Shimp was taller than me. Eighth grade is James Brown. Eighth grade's kind of when the summer you return to school, and all of a sudden the boys are taller than the girls. Like eighth, ninth grade. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pretty cool, actually. It's weird. Pretty cool, actually. Yeah, that that was kind of weird. You're six one, and you're not the tallest eighth grader. <laughs> That's kind of weird. We don't had you an think? eighth grader that was six four. God, isn't that amazing? I'm Ooh. telling you, people are getting really tall. Oh, there's women Hard particularly are getting. I, look at girls are getting grinder. really we tall. Have a, it's we weird. have a 15 year old niece that's six three. Yeah, it's six super three. weird. Mm-hmm. It's funny. There's moly. a there's this movie called Tall Girl. It's about like how being a tall girl is so oh, yeah, hard. Yeah, we had her on the podcast. Yeah. She wrote a book. She's yeah. six one. Yeah, there's like it's like not yeah, even that. a million tall. girls taller than her, probably yeah. just in this state alone. Uh, over six feet is still tall. Oh, but for it a dep- while. I mean, like, yeah, if oh, she's yeah. in L.A. or something, then oh yeah, you know. everybody's Minnesota. Minnesotans are tall. tall. Yeah, they are. Chicago too. Walking around Chicago, I'm always amazed at how tall people are there. I mean, I seriously tall. Midwesterners, I guess. Scandinavians and Germans. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, that is what it is. You're absolutely right. Although Doug Sprint, though, he's all English, right? 
and he's like six four or something. Yeah, you see that tall? He's, he's, he's pretty tall. Six four. Yeah. I think he was 6'4". No, he, he with the back six, surgery, he's now 6'2". Yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. They had to remove part of his spine, you know. Ugh. Well, he's always no, they spineless. You can't. Thank you very no, I know. I'm just How like, do you no, remove just, what doesn't exist? No, just back surgery just sounds like... Ugh. I know. Yeah, Melissa's dad had it, and it was ugh. extremely rough. It makes me like... Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. It just sounds horrible. Anyone All surgery ever... is awful. Eh. No? I don't know. No, you don't think so? It's not all surgery. I had a chunk of my back taken out, and that was fine. Yeah, book club. <laughs> book club. Drinking club. Oh, my gosh. The book yeah, that we're reading club, exactly. for this It deserves book a clap. Club. It's so good. Really? It's so good. It's so good. It's what called is? House in the Cerulean Sea. It's awesome. If you're looking for a fiction book to read, I am halfway through it, and I'm so far just absolutely loving it. Hmm. What's it about? Um, it's about life in the Cerulean Sea. It's about life in the. Would no, it's. I didn't know what it was about going into it. It was recommended to me by two people, and I was like, "Sure, I'll read it." And I like reading books, not knowing what they're about. Um, but it's this guy named Linus works for the center in charge. No, department in charge of magical youth, and he's a caseworker. So he goes to all magical youth is basically in. They're all in orphanages. And he goes to the orphanages if there's complaints and makes sure that everything's running smoothly and the children are being well taken care of. And so are we talking all that literal kind of magic? It's like or no, like it's like metaphor. they have, Harry Potter books. There's like no, they no, they're not like witches and wizards. Oh, they're like okay. gnomes and oh. like part bat and have a tail uh, and can make things float with their brain and can shift into a pomeranian and stuff like that. Um, and so he. It's just like this really boring guy that doesn't do a whole lot, and he just does his work, goes home, does the same thing every night. And they hire him to do a extremely top-secret evaluation of an orphanage, and they're like, you can't tell anybody anything about anything, and you're going to be there for a month, and you have to write us weekly reports about what's going on, and it's, I don't know, it's just really, really what's good. What's it called? The house in the Cerulean Sea. Cerulean. Cerule- Where's Cerulean Sea? It's just the color. The color of it is no, Cerulean. Because he place. like he lives mm-hmm. in the city and he has this okay. mouse pad next to his desk and it's of the ocean and it says, "Don't you wish you were here?" And he had these big dreams of going to the ocean, and then he finds out that this orphanage is on the ocean. In the ocean, they're that's all. Cerulean was something else. Oh, no, Cerulean. Well, it's What's a color. Is it a color comic? Book? It's a city from a... Pokemon. Is it? Oh, maybe. Oh, that's yeah. That, that would yeah. be where. I, I, there's yeah. something. Yeah. That's unironically what you were thinking. Of. Well, yeah. I, with the boys, I used to. Oh, yeah. Okay. Stuff. I yeah. don't like. I, was gonna I, say, always, but, I always think of the devil. Uh, what's your Sprata. favorite starter? Did yeah. you did you pick Bulbasaur? No. Um. Let's see. Um. I don't remember what David had and what Thomas oh, God, that had. That was like what, twenty had, years ago. Yeah. yeah. They, they both had their own little. They David Saves. actually uh, went to the state championship in that. Wow, I was he, never that old. I caught well. them all. I caught them all in the first generation, yeah. but I never, yeah. like, battles and that kind of thing, I never took seriously. So I think whatever became Charizard, whatever. Charmander. 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 That's Charmander. where David, I think, started. And then Thomas started with something that was blue, if I Blastoise, remember. Blastoise, or Squirtle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> when I picked. But I knew the Cerulean meant yeah, something. Yeah, you heard the word Well, it's a very rare word. As soon as she yeah. said Cerulean Sea, that's the first thing I thought of. I, I was like, oh. I, th- I thought of the like Devil Wears Prada when I first read it because 
in Devil Wears Prada, Meryl Streep yells or like gives this one, the main character in the movie, a big schooling on how she's like, you think fashion doesn't affect you? This lumpy sweater you're wearing is cerulean. And then she goes back about like when oh, cerulean right. became popular and mm. why she found it at like a TJ Maxx because it was all because of the people sitting in that room and stuff. And Did you ever talk to Meryl Streep? Many, many years ago. Actually, um, the deer hunter. Huh. Wow. Wow. That is a while Holy ago. Holy cow. Yeah. Never even heard of that. I feel wow. like you wouldn't enjoy her these days. Eh, she might have Isn't she down kind a of annoying? Now. Well, right. yeah, she got very she, annoying. Mamma Mia, though. Yeah. Everybody, everybody oh that gets that famous becomes incredibly annoying. That's true. Without fail. And I was trying to think of where I was working when that was. When well, did that movie come out, Andy? Was that the, the deer hunter was like... Hunter. In the 70s, isn't it? 78. 78. 78, yeah, there yeah. you go. So I was at, I, you know what? I was probably at WAPE in Jacksonville then. Wow. The Big Ape? The Big Ape. Um, okay, I need some votes from you guys because we only have five minutes left of the show. We also here. have voting. we got the primary tomorrow. So if you're in Hennepin County, there's the county attorney's race if you're a Democrat. And if you're not, then it doesn't matter. County and attorney. You, you also got with? Congress. So County attorney. Well, they, they are there two, two two get picked to go to the general election. Right. So is one yeah. better than the other? I like Ryan Winkler. I've known he's Ryan's been here, so I'll vote for him. So that's Ryan's a great guy. Choices, and then there's also Congress tomorrow too. Is it the primaries for every county or just just ten? It would just be whoever has a contest. So oh, okay, like yeah. normally there normally there's a couple judiciary primaries around the state. There's mm-hmm. not a single one in the whole state. Really, there's one there's wow. one competitive race in the whole state. Well, and there's no. Court of Appeals. There's no Supreme Court. There's Sounds nothing. like Minnesota politics. It does, well, yes. Historically, I've always nothing had happens. on our committee. We've had about 14 to 15 races a year. We had to look at, but this year there's nothing. Hmm. So who's going after your buddy Keith Ellison? There is he the well, he, county attorney? I think somebody's going against him he? in the primary. But are, the big yeah. thing will be the there's three guys going for the Republicans that are that oh, okay. the winner of that will end up going against him in the. Now, what in does the he general. do? What's what's his title? He's again? a Attorney, uh, Attorney. Attorney General. He was Skip Humphrey's position. So is that this for the whole state? Yeah, for the whole. He's the governor's lawyer. He's the governor's lawyer. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he and I don't know. I just the, the reason I bring it up is because I was dialing around on the on the radio and that there were people going after Ellison saying that he needs to go away or I don't he doesn't need to go away. I think he does. I don't know anything about the guy. Okay, so I'm gonna I want to ask three questions. Okay. Who is the most angry country in the world, the most angry nation in the world, the least angry nation in the world, and where does the United States come in? Least is Antarctica. Least, least is. I, I'd go you know, I'd have to agree least. with you on that. Denmark is I'd always voted. Voted. I would have gone Switzerland, too, but I'd it's go not. Switzerland. It's not Switzerland. Denmark huh? is always voted the happiest country in the world. It's got to be like Denmark or again. Greenland or Iceland. Uh, okay, well, here's, you want to do least angry first? Yeah. Least okay, angry. the USA comes in 71st in the anger rankings. I don't doubt it. Well, but I'm actually surprised we're that question? high. That was the third question. Right, oh, yeah, yeah, you just answered. What? You answered the third question. No. Where's US, USA well, in it all matter. Because it doesn't matter. Well, it does. It was the third question. But okay. Well, you would have not guessed it was 71st. <laughs> I would have. I, I had had 71st he, in my head. He had it in his head. <laughs> I got it locked in at 71. <laughs> I was going to say 72. Just knew okay, it. you want to go least angry or most angry? Well, we're going to go least first. That's the one we gave a run at. Okay. How about that little country? In Italy, the that uh, the Vatican City. Oh, Vatican City, yeah. <laughs> yeah there you they're go. not angry. There's yeah. actually a lot of crime because of all the <laughs> tourists. So, mm-hmm. okay, here we go. Number five of the least angry nations in the world would be the Netherlands. Okay. Okay. Then Portugal. Okay. Cool. Got to be calm. Your, your, your outfit. Where does that come from? Your outfit. 
Estonia, huh. which is one of the three Baltic yeah. nations. That's very interesting. Chile. Uh, what a Meridius? What is Meridius? Meridius? That sounds like a magical place. I was going to say it sounds like a zone in Final Fantasy. I've never even heard of it. How do you spell it? M A U R I T I U S. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. It's in Africa. Is it in Africa? I didn't know it was pronounced Meridius. Good for them. And then what's Mauritius? Mauritius. That's how they say it, Mauritius? Mauritius. Okay, the least angry country in the world is Finland. Finland? Finland? Yeah. Which would make sense. Our fins are kind of big and, you know, ornery at times. (laughs) Yeah, well, they are big people, aren't they? They're big. Yeah, they drink a bit. Most angry nations. Most angry. Let's see. Not uh, one of them's a surprise. Let's I will see. Tell Russia's you. on Russia's there. Russia's got to be on no, there. No, Russia's not on it. No? Really? No. How about, let's see, most angry nations. Most angry. Who'd you will not be surprised nations. by any of the five. Mm. Well, I'm trying to come up with somebody. So if I'm, Russia's not yeah. on it. Yeah, Russia's so not Europe. on Europe. How China? about Germany? Is Germany one of them? No. No, Germany's not one of them. China? Um, nope. What the hell? Okay, just. How about, let's see. Uh, South <laughs> Africa? Nope. I'd be pretty angry if I lived there. Yeah, or, I, mean. I don't know. Yeah, any two more guesses, and then we'll <laughs> two more guesses. And we'll lay <laughs> it out there. Two more guesses. Let's see. Angry nations. It's not those that we've already. Saudi Arabia. Um, well, you're Ukraine. getting much closer. Yeah. Oh. That, yeah. oh, so like um, Iraq. Yeah. Like uh, Iraq or Iran. Iraq, Iran. Or Israel. Iraq is fourth. Israel. Okay. Nope. Not Israel. Iraq is fourth. Afghanistan is fifth. Oh. So you got Afghanistan, mm-hmm. you got Iraq, then you got three more. I totally forgot about the Middle East. They're all I know. Be I, East, yeah, I just was they're like, they're all Middle East. Yeah, you're right. Oh, so, okay. so, well, United Arab Emirates or uh, Armenia. Ar- Armenia. Armenia. That's not, that's not that's in there. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, um, Turkey. Huh. Yeah, they've yeah. got a lot of financial issues. Yeah, they do. Yeah, get a mess. But number one doesn't surprise me in the least. Lebanon. 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 Of all of them, I, Lebanon's pretty been quiet for the last. Well, yeah, but you know, <laughs> they're the most angry nation on earth. <clears throat> I don't so know anything about Lebanon except their food is good. I went to the performance arts high school that I went to had brother and sister that were Lebanese. Well, Northeast Minneapolis for a long time had a huge Lebanese community. I don't and know then, if it's still uh, there. I wonder what the United States is. 71, maybe? Yeah. I would guess 71. You might be right. How many total are there? What's the total mm-hmm. number? Uh, 196, I think. Out of yeah. 196 so countries in the world? Something like that, yeah. Close to the But middle. I was surprised Switzerland wasn't among the happiest. Right. Well, was it happiest or least angry? Yeah, yeah least that's Well, that's true. Angry. No, it's not happiest. You're right. It's least yeah. angry. Yeah, you're They're right. They're happy yeah. and angry at the same time. they got to stay Jamaica might be up there in the happy ones. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Jamaica's Jamaica. not doing so hot lately. But the people yeah, are like, whatever. Good. whatever. It's all good. Yeah, whatever. It was so weird when I found out in Jamaica, people get killed there all the time. Yep. Tourists get killed there it's all the time. It's not a good place to be. Why are they doing that? Who do you think supports them? Tourists. They don't care. Yeah. Well, they're not going to survive if they keep up this up. There's right? not are there that many Americans that get killed though. The, they have been, but I don't know. About yeah, that. I think that I think the number of Americans plays a big role in the in the old impact. You know the weirdest thing, Dominican Republic. You go to Dominican Republic, you play a little golf, oh, and yeah. you go over there by the mountain range. And my caddy says, "You see that mountain range there? 
If anybody comes over from Haiti over that mountain range, they will not live one minute. Yeah, well, they'll, they'll, like kid- <laughs> Holy they'll kidnap people over there all oh, yeah. the time. All I mean, the time. You know, all yeah. these different baseball players that had family yeah. kidnapped, and it's like, uh, yeah. They just kill everyone. So, mm-hmm. You come across the mountain range, you're dead. Mm-hmm. All right, that's going to do Look at all the things you learned today. Yeah, quite the day. And but, tomorrow's the primary, so go vote. Primary and who? What are the big races again? Oh, big races in Hennepin County are the county or the uh, county attorney and Congress. Those are the two big Congress. ones locally, as far as that goes. Other than that, there's not. I, I don't know that there's that many primaries around the state that are that big a deal. Right so now. no, I got to ask you one question on the way out the door here. Okay. The the, the package that just passed Senate is now. I think it's may have been passed by the House by now. I don't know if they're voting today. I think they're voting today on that, aren't they? I think. The division, again, everything is so divided now. The division, again, whether this is great or this is horrible, is very wide. Yeah, that's true. Why is that? Why can't we agree on anything anymore? Mm-hmm. Remember when the politician's job was to work for the people? Yeah, well, they used to work together or they used to get along, and there's groups yeah. that just can't get along with each other at all. They just can't. You know, so. It's really unfortunate. Here, we'll, we'll try it out. Did you go see the squad this weekend since they were in town? I didn't know they were in town. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they were? were? Yeah, they were. Yeah, I see she, them on TV all the time. She had the squad in for, for a fundraiser this weekend. Who did? Uh, the, the Congress, uh, Iman. She had. She had the, Oilan Omar? Uh, you know, yeah. She doesn't look too good in the race, does she? No, I don't know. We'll see. That's what I had heard. Anyway. I don't know anything about it. It's not my area. But, um, you know, it's kind of funny. I did notice that, uh, what's her name? Uh, what's the woman's name in New York, the young Spanish woman? AOC. Oh, AOC. AOC, yeah. <clears throat> she she runs ton. One thing I don't like about her commercials is she goes, literally, all Republicans are bad. Well, yeah, of course. Well, no, they're not. I mean, all Democrats are not bad, and all Republicans are not bad. It's a stupid argument. Yeah, the whole... Well, it's a stupid argument from a stupid person. Well, there you go. But she runs all of her commercials on very, very youth-oriented TV shows. Oh, yeah. That's how she gets her votes. She 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 played Among Us on Twitch, Mm -hmm. so that should tell you something. Yeah, well, there you go. All right, so that's it. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.